Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Midweek War. I, of course, am Mad Mike, and we are officially in the countdown. I see NXT in nine days, Eamon. Nine days with me, the voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling, Eamon Payton. Nine days. Nine days. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm, I'm very excited to talk about this week's episode of NXT. It's me, a fun one. Me too. This is Honestly, I didn't expect much from this episode, and I was very pleasantly surprised with what we got. Yeah, definitely. All right. Uh, so what would your one word be for uh, this week, Eamon? Uh, new. Hmm. Okay. I'll okay. Do it. Uh, my one word is going to be respect. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, uh, Eamon, start us off. What What was your good? Uh, it goes into my word, and it's kind of a broad good for this week's episode. Uh, but my good goes to the the newer talent in NXT. Um, I think personally, like. NXT's kind of been the place now where a lot of the big-name independent talents are obviously coming in, and it's kind of based off of them recognizing talents from other companies and, and who have done stuff elsewhere from WWE, which is amazing to see. But I do also think that um, a lot of the success of NXT going forward is also staked in the roster that they're actually developing in the uh, Performance Center. And I think this week's episode was a really good showcase of that. Um, uh yeah, it, there was a lot of obviously kind of jobber s matches um, on this week's show, but I really enjoyed a lot of them. Um, Angelo Dawkins, at least he's trying. <laughs> like you can tell, he's at least trying. They're giving him a new gimmick. Yeah, they're, I, they're giving him a new gimmick, which people have done more with less. Yeah, and I I liked him kind of drawing a bit in the match and kind of being more kind of into it. Like it was cool to see. Um, I was very impressed with Tucker Knight. Uh, uh, by the way, who I neglected to mention last week, Tucker Knight is um, Sorg's spirit animal. He is Sorg's spirit animal. I'll also get to Tucker Knight a bit later in the show. But um, <laughs> um, but he did really well against Baron Corbin. I like the idea of a big man that's very athletic, and, and uh, he's got a good look to him. Like I, I, I could see potential for him. And also, another time I've been really impressed with uh, Liv Morgan uh, yeah. in her match with Bailey. Doing like handspring, like uh, tilt wall head scissors and stuff. Like I um, thought she was doing a lethal injection. Yeah, <laughs> what I, that be I I absolutely thought she, I'm like, is that just a Jersey thing? Like I don't know what's going on because that would have been amazing. Yeah, she was. She definitely showed that she had like a level of athleticism, which I thought was really cool, and a willingness to do stuff like monkey flips and and all that stuff that like normally when you know kind of girls that are kind of starting out, they kind of start with very simple stuff. So. Yeah, she's definitely improved from when we originally just called her that Buffalo Wild Wings waitress. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, my my good this week uh, to kind of, well, I mean, I'll just piggyback off yours before I do my good. Tessa fucking Blanchard. <laughs> mm, 
I'm excited. I hope she's signed. I don't know if she is. More of Tessa Blanchard, please. More. I I really liked what I saw in that match. Um, I would love to see her in the ring with like a few more of the established people, not just Alexa Bliss, but like I'd love to see her in there with Bailey or Emma or fuck. Who do we have left? <laughs> 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 but but like Oscar and Nia Jax, I think that would be fun. Um, my good this week is the American Alpha segment. Oh, that was a pretty great segment. As, yeah. as you knew it would be. Like They walk into the empty arena and they talk about their moment of triumph. And then Enzo and Cass come in, say a little how you doing, and congratulate them. And then my favorite thing was that they challenged them to a match. And Enzo and Cass saying, you don't got to put the titles up or anything. We just want to fight. Perfect. I Perfect. That, I'm very glad they did this. Because I, I was saying before they won the belts, I was hoping we would at least get one match with them and Enzo and Cass. Like I, I, and I love the idea of them doing this in what's probably going. This will probably be Enzo and Cass's last NXT match. Yeah, uh, I think it's so fitting. I think it's the perfect way to go. Um, very excited for next week's show when it comes to that. Um, and yeah, I'm yeah, very. I, I think we're gonna be having a lot of farewells. Very soon. Uh, I mean, I think we already got one tonight in Baron Corbin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that I think that was his final match, and they were like, "Hey, uh, guess what? You're winning the Andre Giant Memorial Battle Royal." I think it may have also been the Vod Villains last match, which was very weird for them to be like specifically saying that they were going to SmackDown. So <laughs> yeah, they, well, I mean, they're they're trying to plug SmackDown. They're trying to plug the tag title tournament. No, I, no, I, I understand that, but made it seem like they were only going to be a SmackDown act. Well, they've only been on SmackDown so far. It's a weird choice, but... I wonder if it has to do with their entrance and the live nature of Raw. I guess, maybe. I really, I would say I popped for the wrong reason when they did the entrance this week. And then the announcer goes, ain't in English! And the spotlight comes in and Simon Gotch. <laughs> <laughs> like, God damn it. But hey, whatever. Um... Maybe maybe that's a but it's it'd be so weird to like call them up just to and and have their entrance like hamper them being on Raw like that'd be weird. I mean I don't think that's the issue because they've obviously been on live takeovers before, but I don't know. Hey, you know what? Maybe that brand split thing is gonna be a real thing, and we don't know it yet. Maybe maybe they lost the red uh, color scheme singlets and only have the blue ones. Mm, that might be it too. That might be it too. <laughs> red, red doesn't look too good in grayscale. That's probably why. Uh, yeah, that's probably why. Um, side note, when, when also with your mention for Tessa Blanchard, like a side good uh, goes to Alexa Bliss. I love her randomly just being like, I'm going to be the Undertaker and grab her by the throat <laughs> and give the craziest look possible. Yeah. Um, that was actually going to be my bad this week. Was Alexa, oh, really? Alexa Bliss's choke slam. Um, well, I don't, I don't think it was meant to be a choke slam. Obviously. It was but, absolutely meant to be a choke slam. But like, the, well, because you, when you see someone grab someone by the throat like that with that look on their face, they're like, "It's a oh, choke slam." Oh, it's oh, it's the Undertaker. Like, like it's a choke slam or an STO or a Uranagi or something. But no, Alexa just fucking pushed her down. Which, don't get me wrong, I love Alexa Bliss, but that seemed a little out of place. It was, I, 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 I For someone just, whose finishers are the glitz flip and the sparkle splash, seemed a little out of place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can see that. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that. I mean, that's my only bad. It, it, 
it was just more silly than yeah. bad. Like, uh, yeah. So, what was your bad this weekend? My bad uh, also goes to Tucker Knight, but it's not for anything he did. Um, I don't know what you're doing in NXT, but we mentioned this. Uh, There's a few weeks ago when Johnny Gargano had a match, a singles match, and he came out to Ashley Massaro's theme music. Tucker Knight literally came out to Tori's old theme music. Not <laughs> not Tori Wilson. Tori. Like, DX Tori. Like DX Tori. <laughs> he came out to her theme music. Hashtag Divas Revolution. Did you just run out of jobber themes? Like, Hey, you know what? Eamon, to be fair, did you look that up? I didn't know. I didn't look it up. I, I Did you read I, it somewhere? No. I, I literally listened to you it. You remembered what DX Tori's theme song was. I No, I, I heard the music and I said, wait, this sounds super fucking familiar. And then thought for a second, I was like, that's Tori's old thing. All right, all right. I, I still think you looked it up. They, they recycle themes all the time. But that theme? Why not? That's they the recycle theme. themes all the time. Remember, Kurt Angle's music was originally the Patriot Del Wilkes's. But that makes sense because it's a similar gimmick, like similar. Yeah, but a, they they try. Trust me, if, the they can, if they giant, can, if they can giant, get Jim Johnson to take a break, giant three hundred no. pound man come out in his sparkly jacket to the music that nineteen ninety nine like women were stripping to, like fuck, I don't know. I don't know. It sounds accurate to me. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> sounds accurate to me. All right. Uh, it won't be your change this week, besides not using DX Tori's theme song. Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, give uh, Angelo Dawkins PMS's theme. That would be my change. <laughs> um, no, um, what was my change? Oh, my change was a very weird one. Um, and it's something that is not only NXT's problem, but it's a problem I think a lot of wrestling shows do nowadays. I hate that they kayfabe that this was a weekly show. Because there was one part where um, they, the ring announcer announced Baron Corbin and Corey Graves goes, fire that man for not announcing him as the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal winner. But this clearly happened at Access. Yes, and it did. But I'm okay with Corey Graves the heel. He's supposed to say douchey things like that. But I. But are we supposed to believe that this is a show that happened after WrestleMania? I like they had an access after WrestleMania. I mean, they they did say it happened at WrestleMania access. So right, if they if it was just like a show, but well, you know, Corey they were... probably didn't know that they did that because the commentaries definitely record afterwards. No, and I understand that, but like they should, in the graphic in the beginning, it says live from WrestleMania or not live, but like from WrestleMania access in yeah. Dallas, Texas. But it's and also it's, it's also a way of putting over that. Baron Corbin won the Andre Giant Memorial Battle Royal. And that's fair, but I think you could say it in the context of... I, here's my thing, because it's, it's not just NXT. There are a lot of companies that do... Ring of Honor does this. Um, uh, Impact does this, to a degree. Like, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying that this was taped previous, but that you're doing... You know, you're, you're doing the commentary as is. Joey Styles used to do that in ECW where he would say, we're going to go you from the show from this past weekend. Yeah, but ECW is a different animal altogether. They were never live. But I understand that, but there's, there's clearly a time frame that's being presented because this was an access show. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I think they just wanted to not stress that this was taped probably the day after TakeOver. I, I guess. I think, they, I think they just wanted to stress that. But it's just a weird like mentality from a lot of people where it's just like if you tape something in advance, you have to act like it's being taped weekly. I don't mind that sometimes, though. It depends. Like I didn't mind the Corey Graves mention because it if for some reason you only watch NXT and didn't watch WrestleMania, then, hey, now you know. Baron Corbin was at WrestleMania. I understand. Plus, it, plus between Baron Corbin's and Angelo Dawkins, Yankee have too much to talk about. So if you just keep talking about Baron Corbin at WrestleMania, that gets you through the match. I, I don't mind. Here's the thing: I don't mind them talking about stuff that happened after the show, but to talk about it in the sense as if they're doing it as the show is happening, like they're acting as if the, they have their commentary table like somewhere in that building, and they are doing it as it's happening. You know what I mean? Right. Like I wish I I, it, I I get it, but it's just a weird thing that I think there's nothing wrong with like saying that this was pre-taped. Yeah, but then you, but then you'd have to say it for every show because every show of theirs is pre-taped. I again, I, 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 again, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But that's just me. No, but pre-tape gives a not fresh sense to it. I, I mean, you know I, I mean, it, it's the problem we have with Impact a lot. I I, I, and I totally see your point. It's, it's yeah. just, I, there's just sometimes where it happens where it's like it comes off very weird. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. me. Um, my my change this week. I I would like to sit in that crowd and just tell them the way to chant eleven is to do it like the New Day chant. E eleven, E eleven. Even that sounds kind of weird, though. Yeah, but better than what they were trying to do, because the eleven chant was fantastic, mm-hmm. and the he's eleven chant was great. But, you know, I, I just basically, I didn't have too much of a problem with this NXT. I just wanted the crowd to coordinate a little bit better. That's fair. Um, my it, thing... was nice, it was nice to see Shinsuke in a regular match that wasn't like super big time holy fuck match. That's true. Um, I wish, and I don't know how they could have done it, but like, I wish they kind of could would have cut one match and gave more time to the main. Because I really like Ty Dillinger. Mm-hmm. And I know he's not super established yet, but like the promo he cut before was really good. Um, I think he's a really good hand in NXT to where he can deliver good quality matches with guys. Like they're the, he's the guy they've been putting against like Balor and like um, and Shinsuke, like, and like Nakamura. Yeah, he's so. putting them against the heavy hitters because I think there's a level of trust there where they know like he's even on house shows. Like he wrestled Sami Zayn on house shows. He's wrestled, you know. Um, uh, he was in a tag with, against Nakamura and Balor at one of the recent house shows. So, like, I feel like they're trusting him more in that sense, which I, I love because he's super talented. I kind of just wish they would have devoted a bit more time to the match. Yeah. He's, he still got a lot. He got, like, a super kick in and stuff like that. Like, I thought he did really well. Um, I, I just hope for more for Ty Dillinger because I think he I, I think he potential. could. I think he could eventually fill the Tyler Breeze role. Yeah, I think so. Because with Corbin moving up, with Apollo moving up, there's room. There's room in there, like because then you have Joe Balor, Shinsuke, and question mark. Yeah, 
So yeah, I mean, maybe you can move Aries in there. Maybe No Way Jose becomes a huge thing. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm, we don't no, know. No, what that, well, we don't know what that's gonna be. I, I've seen some house show stuff of No Way Jose, and it'll be interesting. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, I, I I I hope the best for him. Like I I really do because it's he seems super talented and super um, super creative as well. Like he feels like he has a like a real kind of mind for for wrestling. Um, Basically, we want both half of JJ JJ Dillon to be happy. Yeah, and the ten gimmicks over. Like it's over oh, with yeah. that crowd. It's over as hell. Like they're chanting ten against Nakamura. Yeah, you you're if you're not over, you're not getting that chance third. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also really love his backstage promo where he gave Alex Reyes the three. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, was there anything else we missed? I know we missed. I know we didn't talk about the Joe promo yet. Yeah, that, we didn't get to talk about the Joe promo. I thought it was pretty good. Um, Dasha Fuentes isn't a good backstage announcer yet. Yeah, she yeah. was just like Finn Balor. What are your thoughts on your next challenger? Do you think this was um, the interim and where they hadn't hired Kathy Kelly and then decided to hire Kathy Kelly? Maybe I think because Kathy Kelly would fit perfectly there. Like she also might have been doing the red carpet at that time. Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good because point. Because I wouldn't be surprised if this was taking place directly like against the uh, Hall of Fame red carpet. Well, I don't even know if these were filmed. That's a good question. They had to be filmed fil- Saturday. Really? Had- Do you think the backstage promos were? You don't think they filmed them like somewhere in like... Do you I think don't- they have like a setup where it, look- it looks like the backstage area? Mm, oh, yeah. I-, I guess the backstage segment could have been filmed whenever, but I know the show had to be filmed Saturday. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. T- I, totally. Um, or early, or Sunday afternoon, or what have you. But I don't think they would have done anything Sunday afternoon. Like uh, I'm trying to think. I don't know, but um, uh, also, um, I I'm very excited for the for NXT and and obviously Sh- Shinsuke had that amazing match to take over. When he like when he had his match with Ty Dillinger this week, that music hit and it was I got literal chills. Like I I'm going to have to film my reaction when it happens in the Mid Hudson fucking Civic Center. Like he's wrestling Ty Dillinger in like front of maybe a hundred people mm-hmm. and that music hit and I like I was like, Oh wow, I'm feeling things. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like Amen. You have become a man. <laughs> Shinsuke Nakamura made me a man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and sword quote that quote that. <laughs> geez, I, but no, like that's so cool, and it's so it's so crazy to see him in this environment. Now. It's such fitting music too. Oh, it's perfect music. And I love that they. T- it, I love that they timed like it to where he does. When he oh, does yeah. the um, the work thing, like he'll time it perfectly with the music. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love it. Yeah, I mean, it feels very Tarantino esque. Yeah, 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 definitely. All right, uh, did we do your change? We did your change, right? Uh, yeah, that was the the, yeah. the whole like live thing. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, other stuff we didn't mention. The Joe segment, I thought it was a little weird that he was going to go after Apollo Cruz next. Um, he's got to lose that, right? Joe, I don't think necessarily the vaude villains didn't win. Yeah, but that's the vaude villains. This is Apollo Cruz. 
I think he has a way to. I think I don't think Cruz has to win this. Cruz is Cruz is. I like Cruz obviously, but it's not like he's wrestling for the title. Like on Raw, he's wrestling the social outcast. Like that. That's a fair point. All right. Um. Yeah. Was there anything else we missed? I think we pretty much got everything. Uh. Yeah. I think so. Oh, the the tag match. We didn't really get to mention a lot, but it was a very good match with Gargano and Ciampa. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, I, I like that they're going to be a uh, tag team again, mm-hmm. and I really want to see them versus American Alpha. I was Well, they had that one amazing match with American Alpha, but yeah. like the idea of building a feud with them, like I think that could be perfect. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe they're, they're signed to the deals that are they're, – they're similar to the deal that Joe originally had where he could work indie dates. Mm-hmm. So they're basically signed technically. Yeah, and um, I think it makes sense, especially with the Global Cruiserweight series. Yeah, yeah it's coming yeah. up. Like, it it just makes sense because I think Champa they said was in it. Yeah, well, both of them are in. it. Both of them are in. Okay. Oh, that'd be really funny if they pit them against each other in the first round. That could be really fun. Yeah, yeah. that'd be really great. All right. Uh, yeah, we'll have to do a whole thing about. We'll probably do a good. We'll do another if it's in the midweek. We'll do another midweek yeah. episode with the Global Cruiserweight series. Yeah, we might we might just do a whole separate thing about that. Maybe not include. Um, uh, so where would you rank NXT this week? Um, NXT is my number three. Uh, like I've said, I said in the Ring of Honor show, like th- it's really close this week. Um, um, NXT, I think, delivered really good matches. Uh, obviously, there were more jobber matches as opposed to like a Ring of Honor. Um, I still think they were super entertaining. So um, and they built great to next week, and I'm very excited for what they're providing next week. Yeah, uh, NXT for me is number two this week. Uh, just because I wasn't expecting as much, because I as soon as I saw this from Access, I'm like, oh, this could be a turd. But it was really a lot of fun. And, I mean, Shinsuke made fucking Ty Dillinger look really good. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you can't fault something like that. Like, it was his first TV match. Uh, you got to see the crowd reaction to it again. I love – my favorite part was the, uh, the backstage segment with uh, – American Alpha and Enzo Cass. Like, I love that. That sets up great. And, you know, it's stuff like that that NXT does really, really well. Uh, especially when there's no new takeover in sight. This is kind of like the fallout from WrestleMania with people getting called up and everything. <laughs> but, yeah, it was a really good episode. I, I liked it a lot. It just barely beat out ROH for me. All right. So, uh, Eamon, where can the good people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Eamon2. Please, you can also check out... The wrestling company I'm involved with called Inspire Pro Wrestling over at InspireProWrestling.com and on Twitter at InspireProRes. Excellent. You can find me at MadMike4883 on the Twitter machine. And also, if you want to help be a patron for the Wrestling Mayhem Show, if you want to help Sword get back from Nashville, I assume he is drifting back here like Elias Sampson. Um, go to rest, go to patreon.com slash wrestling mayhem show. You can donate to the show. You get special WMS gold. If you can't join us live on Tuesday nights, we do special gold segments for our patrons. And ooh, sometimes those get really interesting. <laughs> sometimes we have mayhem platinum, which are the sexy times of wrestling mayhem show we do a lot of crazy stuff. Sometimes we talk laundry. Sometimes it's laundry. Sometimes it's politics. Uh, sometimes it's politics and wrestling. Who knows? Who knows what we talk about in gold? It's a whole bunch of random stuff. But if you want to find out, become a patron. Support the cause. All you need to donate is a dollar an episode. All right. So, for Eamon Payton, I'm Mad Mike, and this has been your Midweek War. 
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.